close. Higher. So close. <laughs> oh. All righty then. What's going on, everybody? Okay. Jennifer yes. has to set an alarm to be here to watch. You really? Know your life has gotten busy. That's true. That is accurate. That is that very is accurate. accurate. I, that is I, very I, accurate. I think Facebook uh, sends out notifications, so you may not have to they, set an alarm, right? Well, you know, I appreciate the fact that she wants to uh, set an alarm to be here when, when we're here. She saw one of my uh, favorite bands this weekend, The Romantics. The Romantics, yeah. That's what I like about you. Quick, name another song they did. That's it. That's all I need. There you go. I love that song. I think That's it's a good a song. song. I think it's a great song. Don't misunderstand me. I'm just saying. Hold you know. me tight. Never want to let you go. Now you make me feel all right. Wow. <laughs> Tony Castanova, everybody. That's what I all right. You. Okay, stop. Okay, you guys stop, bro. Ow. Okay, please stop. <laughs> Come on, we should go over to Kimura's and do uh, karaoke one night. I would love to do that. Let's do it. All right, let's do it. Let's do it. Sarah would love that. She would. Her Sid would love that. She would love every second of that. Is she a karaoke? Uh, I don't know. She always wants me to do karaoke because she she knows I sing a lot. So, oh. I'm you know. I'm great in the shower. That's what... <laughs> you can't set me up like that. And I sound great in my head. <laughs> oh gosh oh, god help us all for those of you who are letting your children watch the show i apologize it's still it's, just, it's still just G, another it's g-rated just another sticky situation you've gotten us into tony oh boy uh all right everybody are you ready i'm ready in today's show, we've got news about Disney wedding dresses coming in 2020. Oh, my God. Like, yes. Uh, Disneyland Park is adding Fast Pass to the Millennium Falcon Smuggler's Run. Uh, <laughs> crazy thought. Price increases uh, for Disneyland and Walt Disney World. We've got new meetups, trivia, and oh, so much more, blah, 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 all in today's Disney Parks podcast. Welcome. To the Disney Parks Podcast with your hosts, Tony Castlenova from DisneyByTheNumbers.com and Parkhopper John from WDWParkhoppers.com. Keep your hands, arms, feet, and legs inside the podcast at all times and get ready for the Disney Parks Podcast. Alright, welcome everybody. How are you doing? How are you doing tonight, Uncle Tony? I am doing well, thank you. Excellent, excellent. So glad that you are here. Everybody watching in the chat room, so glad that you're here. And if you're listening to the pre-recorded show, thank you for taking time out of your busy schedule mm. to listen. If you're not doing anything on Monday nights at 8 p.m. Eastern Time, uh, please feel free to join us right here, facebook.com slash Podcast. You can come hang out with all the cool kids. You can chat, uh, make some new friends, and then watch us record the show live. Uh, so you probably get to see some things that we don't want to put out in the real world. <laughs> the crazy shenanigans that happens that's on Facebook. Right. Uh, I do want to let you know about our amazing sponsor for the show, and that's uh, that's our good friends at Destinations to Travel. Whether you're planning a family vacation or a romantic getaway, a destination <laughs> wedding, a cruise, a European adventure, it doesn't matter. Any type of travel, you want to let our friends at Destinations to Travel know and let them be your guide for your dream vacation. Uh, they do have some specials going on. You can save up to 20% on rooms in early 2020 at selected Walt Disney World resorts. And you can also embark on a one-of-a-kind adventure with Adventures by Disney going to Southern California well, you'll be able to take uh, part in private tours, rare behind-the-scenes looks at many of the most iconic Disney locations in Southern California via Adventures by Disney. But this exclusive appearance, uh, experience is made even more unforgettable with the addition of a very special dinner that they're throwing with Disney legends and professionals. So if you'd like to meet the Disney legend Bob Gurr or Garner Holt 
or our good friend and Disney historian Jeff Barnes, please, you're not going to want to miss it because there's going to be a dinner at Steakhouse 55 at Disney's Grand California Hotel and Spa. When does all this take place? Great question. August 2nd through the 7th of 2020. How do you go? Great question. Just go to DisneyParksPodcast.com and fill out. Yes, you fly for the most part. Uh, go to DisneyParksPodcast.com forward slash the letter D and the number two travel. That's DisneyParksPodcast.com uh, forward slash D, the letter two travel. Fill out the form and someone from Destination to Travel will get back in touch with you ASAP and they will start you on your magical adventure. Again, thank you so much to our friends at Destinations to Travel. All right. Good? You good? Yep, I'm good. Anything we want to talk about before we get into it? No, I think we're good. All right. Then, folks, there's nothing else we could do except get into <gasps> the news. And now, Disney Parks Podcast News. Well, there's nothing more that I like to talk about than Disney wedding dresses. And girls, I'm telling you. There's some amazing dresses coming to Disney and the world in 2020. Are you dreaming of walking down the aisle in a Disney princess character-inspired dress where your dream can now come true with the new Disney fairytale weddings collection from Allure Bridals? I feel like I'm doing a commercial. The elegant uh, collection takes uh, 19 gowns inspired by the style and spirit of Disney princess characters such as, but not limited to, Ariel, Aurora, Belle, Jasmine, Cinderella, Pocahontas, Rapunzel, Tiana, and Snow White. Now, the Disney fairytale weddings collection will be available at select bridal boutiques across the country Seven of the 16 styles will be featured exclusively at Kleinfeld Bridal Stores in New York and Toronto as the Disney Fairytale's Wedding Platinum Collection, including the gorgeous Tiana Platinum Gown, which embodies both Tiana's practicality and creativity in an elegant ball gown designed and covered in bayou-inspired shimmering vines and blossoms. Kids, I have a hard time with this because I've been to the bayou. It's just mud. It's brown and gators and mosquitoes the size of bulldogs. I mean, it's it's not a pretty place. Their mosquitoes uh, cannot be bigger than the ones in Florida, can they? Oh yeah. Oh. Really? Oh oh yeah. Right. Oh yeah. I love Florida, but that's just pure swamp. I mean, like we've got swamps. They've got swamp. Okay. Uh, the Disney Fairytale Weddings Collection from Allure Bridals. Uh, Tiana Allure Bridals will be will unveil the entire collection during the New York Bridal Fashion Week happening in April of 2020, and I know I will be there. Right. Uh, and gowns will arrive in stores shortly thereafter. Nice. I can't wait. I think I'm a size four. Now, to help Disney out, they have these beautiful dresses and gowns for the women. Mm-hmm. What about... Something for the guy, like uh, uh, a Mickey Tux or something. You know, the whole red red cummerbund. I don't know. If you're gonna, if you're gonna have an Ariel, why not a Prince Eric? Make a Prince Eric Tux, right? Right. Right. I'm just saying. You, they always. It's always one sided. They, they never think of the other side. You know. I got nothing, brother, but I feel your pain. Why is Alexa talking to you? I don't know. All right. All right. right. Uh, next up, uh, Disney Parks uh, introduced some new ink and paint merchandise collection, and I had a chance to get my eyeballs on it this weekend over at Disney Springs. Mm. Uh, Disney Park just revealed its latest collection that features the unique artistry of Walt Disney's animation studios. <coughs> Excuse me. Uh, the Ink and Paint Collection. The collection features bright colors and classic characters in array of merchandise products from apparel to unique accessories to things for your kitchen. Uh, there are so many fun uh, kitchen items. There were a couple 
I wouldn't say fun, cute kitchen items. Um, they have uh, little plates, and then above they have like toothpick holders. Uh, there's a mug that changes colors when you pour liquid into it. So all that kind of cool, cool stuff. Uh, they had, uh, what did I see for the kitchen too? Oh, they had aprons that kind of went from color to black and white, which I thought was cool. They had a hat that came with pens that you colored. So it was like, you know, kind of filling you, filling your own color. And they really weren't telling you what color went where. Mm. So it was, up, you know, left up to your own imagination. That's cool. Uh, so what would a new uh, collection be without some wearable merchandise? Uh, there's a Sorcerer Mickey with a little paint bucket on it. Uh, Alex and Annie bracelet along with a great new pair of Mickey ears. Uh, and they even have a special magic band from Dooney and Burke. <gasps> no. Uh, speaking of Dooney and Burke, uh, take a gander at their new gorgeous uh, design very interesting it's nice yeah uh for the artists in the family there's even a watercolor book so that you can try your hand at disney animation so it's actually not even paint it's no numbers it's just watercolor paints that you have to try and paint the thing so wow yeah so you have to have some kind of artist skill in your family i think uh, keep an eye out for these items. Uh, they're all starting now. Uh, the new ink and uh, paint products will be available at both Disney World Resorts, Disneyland, uh, and even ShopDisney.com. <laughs> and if they ever open up Shanghai and Hong Kong, <laughs> they will also uh, get this uh, uh, merch as well. And it's interesting because I don't know, you know, like what made them go from whatever they had as the last collection to like this? I mean, what makes them... It's, I can't. I'm trying to think. Is it like the anniversary of the animation department? I don't know what made them. You know. I don't know. I think that there's somewhere like a huge giant dartboard, mm. and then somebody just walks up and goes, "Sink." Ink and paint. Ink paint. <laughs> walk away. Yeah. <laughs> just walk yeah. away. And, and I didn't mean to make you make fun. I'm not making fun yeah. of the people who are dealing with the uh, the coronavirus. I just. Mm. Yeah, I, I, it's it's just one of those things where it's like the, they can't get that park open. Right. Uh, I just think that's kind of anyway. crazy. Yeah. yeah. I want to uh, I want to see the bill of it being closed. Man. Uh, all right. So we just got done recording several shows for our Patreon page. If you love what we do here and you want to help support the podcast, we can really use all the support that you can give because we're trying to do some really cool things. Uh, we've got a very ambitious list of events we're trying to pull off this year, uh, and we're going to need your help. Uh, so we have some really cool uh, rewards at the different levels. Uh, we also have some really cool shows that are available. If you come into the Patreon uh, for $10, you get all the content and uh, the $10 rewards as well. Uh, we've also added a new $3 level for those of you who don't want to listen to the show with any ads at all. Uh, and we also have a special $35 level that gives you a free included, I should say, uh, Disney by the numbers t-shirt of the month shirt plus all three podcasts. Uh, so you don't have to worry about missing any of the amazing shirts. Uh, it's already there for you. So please like this one here, uh, got a ton of compliments on my, uh, Donald duck shirt last mm. weekend. Um, so Go to patreon.com slash Disney Parks Podcast. We appreciate everything that you guys do for us. Hopefully you guys enjoy the extra content that we're putting out. Plus, not to mention all the amazing rewards at the different tiers uh, for supporting us. That's just the least we could do. Uh, so please go over there. Check it out. DisneyParksPodcast.com. Excuse me. Patreon.com slash Disney Parks Podcast. I had it backwards. All right. Hey, uh, this week's trivia is brought to you by Character Signature Autograph Books, where you can get high-quality, affordable autograph books for collecting what? Character autographs. Good at any Disney park, cruise line. All books are just $5.99. Wow. Each uh, with free two-day shipping from Amazon Prime. Hundreds of creative designs to choose from, including all your favorite characters. Plus, they're easy to travel, easy to carry. You can get them at charactersignatures.com. And the winner of this week's trivia question will win two books. 
of your own that you can fill with signatures. Sweet. All right, you weren't here last week, John, but the question was, what year did the Sky weigh, not Skyliner, <laughs> what year did the Sky weigh close here at the Magic Kingdom? It was a year that started with a one. Mm. And ended with a nine. Number. Ended with a number. <laughs> the correct answer was 1999. It feels like it was longer ago than that. Yeah. Well, I think it's because the uh, the tower uh, over in, in uh, Fantasyland was there Fantasy for years. Fantasyland was up for so long. <laughs> Uh, so, so the winner long. is uh, Kenny, and uh, Kenny, hopefully these will be out in the mail. Till they're coming to you directly from Character Signature, so um, look for that, uh, obviously via Amazon. All right, <clears throat> here's another question for you. This week's sure. trivia question is, what year was the original Fast Pass system deployed here in Walt Disney World, Florida? Send only the correct answers <laughs> and all correct guesses to uh, Disney Parks Podcast at gmail.com. Ah, that's a toughie. I don't know the question. answer to that question. No? You don't know? Nope. Nope. Yeah. Nope. Yeah. I have a feeling it was when I was young. Uh, you might have been. Might have been. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, Disney's Animal Kingdom Park, Tony's favorite park, uh, is hosting an exciting multi-day celebration for its 50th anniversary of Earth Day, which is slightly disingenuous, but it's the 50th anniversary of Earth Day, and Animal Kingdom is celebrating it, because Animal Kingdom's only, what, 10, 10 or 15 years old? Yeah, something like that. Just throwing that out there. So what happens when the 50th anniversary of Earth Day and the 25th anniversary of the Disney Conservation Fund converge on the same day? Of course, Disney throws a party, mm-hmm. and you're invited. I'll bet there'll be a dance party. Woo-hoo. I haven't, haven't read the story, but I'll bet you a dollar to a donut there's going to be a dance party. <laughs> I mean, I don't want to ruin it for anybody, but I'm fairly certain that there's going to be a dance party because it's Disney. So... Mm-hmm. Uh, All right, so from April 18th to the 22nd, Disney's Animal Kingdom will host special entertainment and activities throughout the park, culminating in an all-day extravaganza on Earth Day, which is April 22nd. Each day of festivities includes a stellar lineup of expert speakers and entertainment, behind-the-scenes tours, specialty food and beverage, limited-edition merchandise signings. There's not a comma there. Yeah. Limited edition merchandise signings, character greetings, photo opportunities, and special wilderness and Empl- wilderness explorers activities for kids. Call, call. Thank, thank you very much. I'll be here all week. Throughout the week, in the Wild by Nature speaker series, you will get uh, to hear from some of Disney Animal Kingdom's animal experts, educators, and conservation heroes at the park's theater in the wild learning about uh, the ways that disney's own conservation experts are working to save the planet and its wildlife <laughs> i think there's a joe Rody luncheon as well dear joe uh, over at tiffin's again the freaking yeti does anybody have a question uh yeah yes. joe. Uh, joe i have a question Joe, could you answer my question? Could you answer my question, Joe? Uh, uh, yes, sir, you. When in the blue blazes will you fix the freaking Yeti? I mean, for the love of Pete and all that is holy, fix the damn Yeti. Oh, we're working fix on it. it. We're working on it, sir. Oh, God. I, I couldn't believe when we met him that you asked. I told you I would. <laughs> and then, like, a few months later, when they're hanging out with, with him, my wife is there, and mm-hmm. we're there with him and his team at Epcot, and the first thing out of her mouth is, when are you going to fix that Yeti? <laughs> I actually know what she said. So, about that Yeti. Yeti. <laughs> oh, gosh. 
Uh, I can't believe we're talking about food and wine information already. It's, wait, wait, let me check. February. <laughs> According to my watch. It's February, and we're talking about food and wine. Pretty soon we'll be talking about updates to the uh, Festival of the Arts. Or Christmas party. <laughs> Christmas party dates were released. Uh, no. Uh, <laughs> Swan and Dolphin 2020 food and wine classic dates and ticket information has been released. Guys, you're jumping the gun. A little bit, I think. Uh, the Walt Disney World Swan and Dolphin Resort has announced dates and ticket pricing for their 2020 Food and Wine Classic and packages, too. So if you want to book a whole thing, they got one. Uh, this year's event will be held November 6th and 7th on my birthday. Thank you uh, for doing that for me. Uh, from 5.30 to 9 p.m. each evening. Seems a little early, 9 p.m. I think the party's just getting started over there. Uh, the Food and Wine Classic... Fills the causeway between the two hotels with booths that feature tastings from the various restaurants throughout the hotels, including Todd English Blue Zoo, Shula Steakhouse, Il Molino. Uh, uh, the weekend also includes beverage tastings, seminars, and entertainment. 2020 event tickets that uh, include the causeway tastings and beer garden are now $155 each. Hotel packages with two tickets for the event start at $548 a night. Uh, ticket, seminar reservations, hotel reservations are all available online. Uh, go check them out at the, obviously, the Swan and Dolphin. Uh, is this a thing, John? Uh, I, I've gone, I went, I went a couple times, but there seems to be more alcohol than food. Like, if you're hungry or want something to suck up <laughs> the uh, alcohol with, it seems like it's very hard to get food. Uh, yeah, it seems that there's uh, it seems that there's more liquid. Yeah. I guess it's because it's easier to bring in than food. There, this there's not a lot of food there ever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I agree. I agree. It's not my favorite food and wine event that's done around town. Sorry, I'll edit that out. We had a little little thing happening here. Here, oh. uh, so did you ask me a question? I'm sorry. No. Okay. Sorry. We had somebody came in. I was just oh. chatting. I apologize. Uh, everybody watching, I'm sorry. That's what happens when I get distracted. Uh, so Disneyland Park is adding Fast Pass to the Millennium Falcon Smuggler's Run. Mm -hmm. Finally, uh, the Disneyland Resort announced today that Millennium Falcon Smuggler's Run at Disneyland Park will soon be added to the growing list of attractions that offer Fast Pass. Recently, Disneyland announced that Fast Pass will be coming to both Autopia. It's not already. No. Uh, and this is one I don't understand. Monsters Inc. Mike and Sully to the rescue. Mm -hmm. Is there really a line for that now? <laughs> I mean, I remember There will be that. now that they have fa Fast Pass. <laughs> you know what this ride used to be, right? Yeah. yeah. Oh, my gosh. Uh, both of these attractions went online with the Fast Pass system earlier. Uh, in related news, along with the increase to ticket prices comes an increase in the price of the Disney Max Pass. Uh -huh. uh, Max Pass will include Fast Pass access and digital Photo Pass mm -hmm. photos. On your mobile device, and it's now $20 per day, hmm. up from the $15. Mm -hmm. It is now $125 to add Max Pass to your Disney Resort annual pass. Hmm. Is that a one-time purchase, or is that like... Yeah, I think that's uh, per year. So you, you pay a buck and a quarter, and you get fa a Max Pass throughout right. on top of your pass holder price, right? Right. right. Wow. Right. There's no exact date, though, on when FastPass will be available on Smuggler's Run. Mm. Unlike at Walt Disney World, we know that date. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah I yeah. think it's coming up. I think it's more. Yeah, 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 it's coming up pretty quick, a couple weeks. Yep. Hey, we're going to have some meetups. Uh, first is uh, we're going to the new CityWorks Poor House at Disney Springs. That's down by the uh, NBA Experience. And uh, that will be on March 7th, coming up at 2 p.m., Please uh, go to facebook.com forward slash Disney Parks Podcast. Click on events and RSVP so we can get a head count. Um, and I'll, I'll see you uh, next week, John, if we can if can tell Christy over there. Uh, maybe she can save us that big table in the middle or something. 
then the next event after that will be a Ravello character breakfast. Uh, May 2nd, you must RSVP by April 20th so that we can get them a head count. Uh, same place, go to facebook.com forward slash Disney Parks Podcast, click on events. You'll see the thing right there. You can RSVP this way. We have a head count uh, for that as well. Uh, still working on the fireworks cruise, a, a thing with uh, Jim Corcus, and uh, I'm still trying to find a contact number that I can bang somebody's head. <laughs> to uh, get this dinner with an Imagineer uh, thing done. So uh, I got to work on that more this week and see if I can make some headway. All right. uh, In other sad news, uh, Disneyland uh, Resort raised their ticket prices uh, uh, for add-ons, more tiers on one-day tickets uh, without warning, as they always like to do, and blindside everybody. Uh, the Disneyland uh, Resort raised prices on park tickets and annual passes with increases on tickets in the 3 to 5% range. Disneyland also adjusted their one-day ticket, uh, moving from a three-tiered system to a five-tiered system. The value, regular, and peak are now gone in favor of Tier 1 through Tier 5. The lowest one day one park adult ticket is at 104 while the highest price uh sold on the park's busiest days went from 149 to 154 so uh tier 1 starts at 104 tier 5 is at 154 the lowest priced one day park hopper went from 154 to 159 with the highest price going from 199 to 209 for a park hopper. And that's where the big news was that they broke the $200 uh, barrier for a one-day ticket. Uh, the Tier 1 schedule for the one-day adult uh, park hopper now goes from 159 to 209 uh, Tickets for longer stays are uh, increased as well, and they kind of go from... Anywhere from two thirty-five for like a two-day, uh, and then a park hopper for two days is two ninety, all the way up to a five-day, which is now three sixty for one park. I don't know why you would go to one park five days in a row, but it gets good. Uh, or a park hopper for five days is now at four fifteen. Uh, there was also increases on annual passes across the board with the new flex annual pass and premier annual pass. Both increasing over eight uh, percent. Flex went from five ninety nine to six forty nine, while the Premier, which is good at both Disneyland and Disney World, is now at. Hold on, hold on. Di- All right, let me ask you: Does anybody remember the original price this came out at? Chat room, anybody? John, anybody? No. Wasn't it somewhere around like eight fifty nine hundred bucks? Uh, yeah, it was under a thousand. I thought. Yeah. Yeah. It is now $2,119 if you have the hunkering to see both parks on a monthly basis. <laughs> the SoCal Select is now at $419, Deluxe is uh, $829, Signature is $1199, and Signature Plus is $1449. Whew. Yikes. I, you would have to do some math and go, all right, it's $1,449 divided by 365 days. How many days do I actually go in a year? And I think Disneyland is more free with the information. Like, I think a Disneyland pass holder can go and see how many days they've been to the park, where we cannot. We have no way to see that information. So uh, I think they have more uh, information to make a better decision on what ticket uh, would be the best for them and their family. Because imagine if you have four people in your family. That's right. fourteen forty nine a person. That's, mm-hmm. that, mm-hmm. that's a lot of bling to go to Disney. Mm-hmm. You know. So you better be going a lot. <clears throat> yeah. Yeah. Um, well, not to be outdone. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the price increase of Walt Disney World theme park ticket options and annual passes are are now in effect. Yep. 
So uh, Walt Disney's increased their price on annual passes and optional add-ons. Date-based theme park tickets will continue to have a, a huge uh, period based on the length of the uh, ticket purchase with guests uh, with sele- uh, that they will select on uh, upon purchasing. Uh, the starting price for a one-day ticket remains at one hundred nine dollars, hmm. and the maximum price is, remains at one hundred fifty-nine dollars. Flexible date tickets that are purchased today and going forward will require that their first day is used on or before December 31st, 2021, and will expire 14 days from their first use. That kind of makes sense. Florida resident flexible date, one-day water park and sports, one-day park hopper plus, three-day and four-day tickets will expire six months after the first use. And the first day of use must occur on or before December 31st of 2021. That's for Florida Res flexible. Mm-hmm. Military tickets will not be subject to an expiration date. Thank you, Disney. Yeah. Uh, the new water park and sports option will offer one theme park visit per day. This number will vary depending on the number of days purchased, along with one plus visit to. Hang, hang on, I'm coming. Disney's Typhoon Lagoon Water Park, Disney's Blizzard Beach Water Park, totally makes sense, mm-hmm. ESPN Wide World of Sports, mm-hmm. Disney's Oak Trail Golf Course, mm-hmm. Foot Golf at Disney's Oak Trail Golf Course, mm-hmm. Disney's Fantasia uh, Miniature Golf Course, mm-hmm. and Disney's Summerland Miniature Golf Course, <laughs> and the NBA Experience. Guests who add the Water Park Plus option to their theme park tickets will be able to visit one of the locations listed above plus one or more of the theme parks. Below are the new changes for these add-ons, and each option has increased by $5. Wow. The Park Hopper add-on charges before tax adult and children are a one-day base ticket plus $65, uh, a two- to three-day base ticket plus $75, uh, and four to ten day base tickets, you can add eighty five dollars. Now, is that per day or just a one time fee? I think it's uh, per day, right? Per day Park, per ticket, right? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Park Hopper Plus add on sh- charges before tax and adult and child are one day base ticket plus eighty five, uh, two to three day base ticket plus ninety five dollars. A four to ten day base ticket, you could add one hundred and five dollars to that. So now we've crossed over the two hundred dollar. Yep. Uh, annual passes have increased in price as well. Um, I don't want to go crazy. Yeah. We all know how much the premier pass is. Right. Uh, if you're interested, I'm sure we'll either have this up on the blog or you can find this out at Disney. Uh, it ain't great. Uh, additionally, guests purchasing Florida resident annual passes who wish to use the monthly payment plan are required to now pay $150 down payment, $159 down payment. Mm. So is that in addition I, to... I, di- of, I don't remember putting anything down. Like Normally it was like the first month's payment. Is that when it's new or when you're renewing? I think it's when you're new. I think when you're renewing... Yeah. They don't ask for anything down except for the first month's payment. If well, you're on the I, payment plan. I think I remember when I renewed, I made a payment, and then like the next day, another payment came out. Oh. I don't remember. It's been it's been a year, and yeah. things always get foggy to me. Yeah, and and going all through this, this is where a travel agent would come in handy because. This can get pretty complicated. You know, when you talk about, you know, uh, how many days per kid, are we going to park up, what additional add-ons do we want, and all that other kind of rigmarole. Right. You know. Uh, I I was getting confused listening to you, and I read it a couple times. <laughs> yeah, it, it, it seems to be way more complex than it really needs to be. I agree. I agree. Um... I just I, – I don't necessarily understand it. Um, and that's when I would say, let's go back to ticket books. I, I pay to get in the park, and I pay to buy a ticket book. That's it. I'm done. If I need more tickets, I buy more books. 
<laughs> right. If I want to go to another park, I pay that entrance fee. I buy those ticket books. And if I need more, I'll buy those books. <laughs> uh, it's crazy. <laughs> I, I, it was a great, it was a great system. It really was. <laughs> you know, it worked great for many, many, many years. All right. Anyway, uh, uh, over at Disneyland, uh, they're getting a new Magic Happens dining package uh, coming to the Plaza Inn at Disneyland Park. Uh, Plaza Inn at the Plaza Inn Disneyland Park is introducing a new dining package that uh, includes reserved viewing for Magic Happens, the new parade that will debut on February 28th. Dear Disneyland, could you Please send us one of your older parades that we can use in uh, one of the other parks that we have here. Yeah, we're not uh, we're not picky. Just send us something. Yeah, whatever you got laying around in the parade garage, box it up, send it on over. <laughs> uh, guests will receive a lunch, a souvenir credential lanyard, lanyard, and access to a re- reserved viewing area for the parade. For grown-ups, the meal includes a slow cooked short ribs with a chimichurri, uh, a chicken thigh fried to a golden brown, pesto-infused mashed potatoes, uh, roasted seasonal vegetables, uh, corn relish, a dessert, and a drink. Kids will get fried chicken tenders, mashed potatoes, corn relish, applesauce, baby carrots, dessert, and a drink. A vegetarian option is also available. The dinner package, and it's really lunch, is $40 for adults, 25 for kids, 3 to 9, uh, plus tax reservations are available online or the Disney uh, Disneyland app or by calling, hey, they still get to call people, 714-781-DINE. We no longer have the option of speaking to humans. Really? You can't call... You can't call four, to make dinner reservations. 4-7-W-W-DINE? Nope. It's only for group reservations now. Oh, that sucks. Yeah. Uh, good thing I don't plan any uh, plan any events. I just go. If, yeah. if they can't seat me, that's fine. I go to Burger King. <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> it's a McDonald's. Uh, all right. So, Haleo at Disney Springs, you know, Hale- our favorite. Hey, we didn't have that in our uh, list. Haleo? Yeah. Now that uh, I think well, about it. Well, we probably would have. It would have been at the bottom anyway. <laughs> it would have been at the bottom. Would it have been? Okay, so Haleo. Better than better than Marie and Enzo's or worse? Food quality and service better. Co- of course. Price not so much. Yeah, not so much. All right, so if you don't know what we're talking about, for all of our Patreons, we did a show uh, that's coming out later on this week. Uh, on we ranked the the sit down dining places at at Disney Springs, mm. uh, and we did like our top ten. Right. And then we were running up against time, so we picked our, our number, like the worst place, and we both picked the same restaurant. <laughs> and you all, if you listen to the show, you know what it was. You know, you know that show. You know the it restaurant. It was 22 out of 22. <laughs> well, 22 would, out of 23 now. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. Uh, Haleo, Chef Jose Andres' restaurant in Disney Springs, is taking over the sidewalk at the shopping district's west side for a paella block oh, party. Ain't no party like a paella block party. Woot, woot. Uh, the first ever block party happening on March 21st will celebrate the restaurant's one-year anniversary already. Wow. wow. Time flies when you're having – when uh, you're stealing yeah. money from the Disney right. guests. That's right. <laughs> and, you know, it would only be fair is if Splitsville did a block party too because once you get done eating at Haleo – You're going to need some food. That's right. Uh, I'm sorry, Jose. That was really a low blow. Uh, guests will have the chance to try four different festival paellas and enjoy unlimited tapas. Okay, so that's if that's it, I'm in. Mm. But I'll bet this price is ridiculous. Um, yeah. Uh, it's, uh, the unlimited tapas include Haleo's signature cones, the gazpacho shooter, which is amazing, the chicken croquetas, which is awesome, yeah, that was and great. the Tristora Unvelta, Unvelta and Patata Frida, which is a spicy chorizo wrapped in crispy potato, which ain't half bad. Mm. It's a little spicy for my taste. Right. Uh, the party's all-inclusive tickets include Spanish wine, sangria, cocktails, and oysters, gin, and tonic. Uh, my wife will lose her mind. Uh, there will also be traditional flamenco dancers 
a Peron contest, a live DJ, a photo booth, and more. Early bird tickets for this event, incredibly, are a mere $75 for all the inclusive options, only available for guests 21 and older, and $40 for food and non-alcoholic beverages. Whoa. Kids, I'll do that. Kids age 10 and younger can attend for free. What? Uh, prices will go up on February 24th, so be sure to buy early if you plan on going. You can check through the official Haleo, Paella, Haleo Paella block party on Eventbrite.com. All right, wait a minute. So I can have unlimited paella, unlimited tapas, and non-alcoholic drinks for $40? Yeah. Okay. We went, I had three of their tapas and a Diet Coke, and that cost me $82. Yeah. I think I may go. Some, something's, something fishy in that neighborhood. Yeah, the the shrimp. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Holy mackerel. Wow. All right. Uh, you can now hear a message from Mickey Mouse in the Play Disney Parks app after your Disney vacation. Nice. So if you've ever taken a Disney vacation, usually uh, Disney sends you something. Usually it's a little sketch of Mickey Mouse like, hey, Casanova family, thanks for coming, you know, blah, blah, blah. I got a, I, I probably have a stack of them laying around here. Well, <laughs> this is uh, the new 2020 version of that. So uh, it's always hard to say goodbye when your Disney vacation comes to an end. But now guests leaving Walt Disney World Resort will have a fun surprise to look forward to when they get home. Thanks to the Play Disney Parks app. After a three-night or longer stay. So now they're adding a minimum stay on a thank you. <laughs> if you come for two nights, you don't get a thank you. You have to come for three in order to get a thank you. Yeah. Uh, guests will receive a, new a newly created thank you letter uh, for their visit. On it will be a special QR code that unlocks a hidden screen in the Disney Parks app, mm -hmm. uh, bringing to life an animated feature of Mickey Mouse, who appears via a special augmented reality effect. So he, uh, the video I saw, he like pops up out of the page, and you know, hey, you know. Uh, mm -hmm. After receiving the message from Mickey, guests will receive a special thank you for the magic digital achievement in the app. Uh, you can get a sneak peek of this new effect uh, online. Just you know, go to the Disney Parks blog. Uh, you can download the Play Disney Parks app now from Apple or Google Play. Hmm. It was kind of cute. I, I would think that Disney would send uh, We Miss You card to my wallet. Yeah. Dear Wallet, we miss you. Come back. You haven't been swiped in a Disney come, park in three come days. Come back. Come back, Shane. We haven't seen any of your uh, Benjamins in the park lately. That's right. That's right. Can you swing by and drop us a Benny? Or, or five. Yeah. Uh, I, so, side note, I was talking to, in my real life job, I was talking to... Uh, one of the guys that I work with, and uh, he said he's not a big Disney fan. Okay. So when he found out I was a Disney mm. podcaster, he was like, oh. Mm -hmm. And he says, I just don't like the company. And I'm like, hey, look, you know, we could yeah. talk ad nauseum. There's a lot of things that I struggle with. Uh, but he said, a few years ago, I took my family on a Disney vacation. Mm -hmm. It cost us $10,000. I hear that all the time. And I'm like, what did you do? And he was like, well, we stay at the Polynesian. We got the dining plan. And I'm like, yep. oh, don't do not do that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, yep. you know, that, that we're not kidding. It's not. Four of them, five days? Uh, it was four or five mm -hmm. for a week. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Uh, yeah. On a lighter note, uh, you could create your own sangria at Sangria University at Disney's Coronado Springs Resort. I'm down with this. So, what? No, sign us up. Oh, yeah, no kidding. <laughs> Have you ever been interested in learning how to make your own sangria? Well, yeah, I've, I've made it before, and I'm pretty good at it, actually. Uh, well, now uh, you can at Disney's Coronado Springs at the brand-new Three Bridges Bar and Grill at Via Del, Lar Del Lago. 
uh, it could make the perfect date or be a great time with friends. Tony, we could do both because mm-hmm. you're my online wife. Okay. Uh, these specialty classes are only offered on Saturdays and Sundays between 2.30 and 3.30, so an hour. Uh, Day drinking. The, the advisory is you should make a reservation if you're going to go do this. Okay. Uh, sangria sommeliers demonstrate how to make sangria while giving you an overview and a history of the sangria, sangria table site. Huh. Uh, the session costs $45 per person. That's cheap. Whoa, 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 whoa. $45 per person for one hour of sangria versus $40 for unlimited paella tapas. I mean, come on, kids. Right. Uh, so $45 per person, and it's kind of a neat package. You get to create your own sangria with guidance from a private instructor. They provide you with all four of the house-made sangrias <laughs> offered at Three Bridges. Part of the package includes an appetizer to share per couple okay so there's only one of me so at least i'll get a larger portion they even <laughs> sent you home with your own certificate and a recipe card so you can recreate your creation at home in case you forget hmm. three bridges is situated in the middle of lago dorado in an open-aired seating spanish american style restaurant they boast great tapa style appetizers unique eateries and even the sangria can be ordered by the picture if you can't resist getting more this is all part of the newly renovated Coronado Springs Resort and new Grand Destino Tower, <laughs> of which I am a fan. Yeah. yeah, yeah, I agree. I think the Grand Destino Tower outdoes the Riviera. I could not agree with you more, my friend. Uh, talk about price increases. Uh, the price of a private VIP tour has increased here at Walt Disney World and can be now as much as $750 an hour. Oh my goodness. Ouch. I'm sorry. <laughs> $750 an hour and you have to walk through the parks? Yeah. <laughs> Somebody should be carrying me for $750. No. <laughs> I should be carried and I should hear Prince Ali and Easy Ali Baba. <laughs> So, uh, of the top paying, uh, uh, already increased uh, annual passes, day tickets, all that other stuff. Uh, and, and by the way, a VIP tour does not include tickets into the park. <laughs> so, just keep that in mind when we go through the pricing here. Uh, the private VIP tour service is fully customizable tour guide service you can purchase in addition to your park commission. Uh, you've seen these VIP tour guides in the plaid and the blue escorting people around the parks. Me uh, and John have done it, uh, and then I did it after that again. I did it with somebody else. Wow. Um, so I, I did, thought I was the only one. Yeah. I was, <laughs> you told me you loved me. <laughs> did it twice in one year, which is not... <laughs> <laughs> well, no comment. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the exclusive service uh, they offer comes with uh, a cost. The hourly rate uh, can now reach as high as seven hundred fifty an hour. It's it's uh, a date and busy based. So the the larger the demand and obviously around holidays, the higher this cost goes. You go in the off season and the lower the cost is. So that's why they're saying as high as seven fifty. Right. Uh, the lowest rate is still sitting at four twenty five an hour, which is I think still reasonable. Uh, because at four twenty-five an hour, it could be up to ten people. So you take ten divided by four twenty-five an hour. It's not, it's not that bad then. Uh, previously, the highest rate went at six twenty-five an hour. The time of year at Walt Disney World will determine your hourly uh, rate. Also, you'll be committed to using the tour guide for at least seven continuous hours. It used to be two, then it went to four. And now we're at seven. All right. Groups of ten can use the private tour to see and do things uh, on their list. You just tell your personal VIP tour guide uh, what you'd like to see, and they'll customize your day uh, and your desire. After being uh, picked up from your Central Florida accommodations in a private vehicle, so apparently they'll pick you up off property as well as on property. So that's, that's good. You enjoy unparalleled hospitality at one or more of the theme parks. Experience some of your favorite attractions and watch uh, the parades, live shows. They'll, they can get you to anything and anywhere in the park. 
pretty much. Well, uh, they can't get you to certain places. <laughs> well, there's still, you know, Club 33 is still off limits, so don't go ask. We Cinderella, we, Cinderella Suite. We, yeah, we've tried all those things. Uh, guests uh, can be picked up for any central location. However, a billing will begin at the time of pickup. So if you're really far away, <laughs> that 30-minute drive is one in the clock. So... 30 minutes there, 30 minutes home. Uh, yeah. That's one hour done. That's yeah. 750. That's the most expensive Uber ride yeah. you'll ever take in your entire yeah. life. Yep. Just tell them you meet them at the park. Mm-hmm. Uh, some of the personalized uh, services include pre-arrival planning, uh, flexible start time picked up by you, uh, visits to multiple theme parks in one or more day if desired, the ability to enjoy some of your favorite attractions efficiently, VIP viewing uh, areas for parades, uh, stage shows, and nighttime spectaculars. And then shared insight from your highly knowledgeable VIP tour guide throughout your tour. I, I Listen, this is I'm going to tell you all here my plan for the 50th year at Walt Disney World is I'm going to get nine of my friends together. We're going to book this thing, and I'm just going to say... Take us to all the new stuff. Take us to Tron. Take us to Tron. Take us to Guardians. Take us to Remy. Take us to Mickey's Runaway. Anything that's new. Including that stupid Rise of the Morning. Rise of the Resistance? <laughs> Rise of the Morning. No, it's my new name is Rise of the Morning. Because you got uh-huh. to get up at 5 o'clock in the morning to see it. <laughs> uh, are those attractions part of that list? Well, I don't know. They they're not open yet, so I'm I'm hoping they. Well, no, 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 no. Rise of the Resistance is what I'm. Oh, I at. I don't I think that's still off limits. Well, we had we were able to do smugglers. We were able to do smugglers, but we had a window. All those rides yeah. we had to do windows on. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. Shannon could tell us. Yeah. All right. Hey, I'm dad's still working. Kids <laughs> should never let the dogs in the room. Uh, Who let the dogs in? Who? Who? Me. Me, me, me. Uh, found this out today. Glad that we're talking about it. Cinderella yes. Castle, Walt Disney World, uh, may be receiving a royal makeover. Uh, Disney had the opportunity to exclusively share with the cast members that uh, the news that their iconic, uh, their park's iconic, awe-inspiring centerpiece, Cinderella Castle, is about to get even more magical. Cinderella's first transform transformed into a princess seven years ago. This week, when the animated classic was released, and ever since, her courage and kindness have been inspiring guests and cast members alike. And Disney is excited to share that her story uh, has inspired a bold, shimmering, and royal makeover for her namesake castle in the heart of Walt Disney World Resort. Uh, You may notice this exciting work taking place as these stunning enhancements begin in the coming weeks, continuing through the summer. But don't worry. Uh, you'll still be able to get all your castle favorites like Mickey's Royal Friendship Fair and Happily Ever After. So what do you think they're doing? You think they're giving her a new paint job? Think you're painting her pink? What do you think they're doing? Yeah, so if you're watching live on Facebook, I have an image up. Uh, They are giving it a lot of gold. Uh, All the spires are in gold. Uh, All the spires on the bottom have like a gold trim. And then a portion of it is getting uh, the pink treatment. Uh, kind of the way the old Disneyland Sleeping Beauty castle used to look. Uh-huh. Uh, we're getting this now pink uh, treatment on the upper portion, and then the bottom will still uh, remain this gray. And I think this, the turrets are also a, a different blue, or a nice. shade of blue. They look nice. like a darker, richer blue than uh, previously. More uh, of a royal blue. Yeah, yeah, yeah. From the image... Uh, you know, that Disney put out. This is mm-hmm. direct from the Disney Parks blog. I'm not making this up. Uh, the flags are gold on uh, the lower portion. And then I, they still have a colored one up top. I'm not sure why. Um, but, I, yeah, I, it looks it looks great. Yeah, you know? it's awesome. Like I said, if they paint the whole thing gold, it made it a giant, shiny gold mm-hmm. castle. <laughs> mm-hmm. So it would have been fun. I Listen, I know everybody... Not everybody. There's a good portion of people that hated the Pink Castle. Right. I still think uh, it was interesting, you know, that they went through all that trouble, you know, for the 25th. 
Right. So I'm assuming too that they're doing it the a for the Cinderella thing, but they're also uh, for the fiftieth. I don't think this is going to go away prior to the fiftieth either. I think right. that's going to be the the glorious the official the, the official fiftieth castle. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Fair enough. Yeah. So it looks good. It looks good. I like it. All right. Hey, there's a new book coming out. Uh, it is called The Disney Monorail, Imagine- Imagineering a Highway in the Sky. And it is set to release September 1st. So nice. please stand clear of this announcement. Por favor, mantengo, ejados, de ese anuncio. No, that's god awful. <laughs> Want to give it a shot? Por favor, mantengo, ejados, de ese anuncio. There you go. Uh, <laughs> a new look. Uh, it's a new look. A new book, all about Disney's monorails, is pulling into the stores on September 1st. And maybe we're getting a new book because we're getting new monorails? I don't know. We'll see. Oh, Bob, <laughs> Bob, uh, Bob Gurr, you little sneaky devil, you. Uh, the book, The Monorail, Imagineering a Highway in the Sky by Jeff Curdy. Uh, if you don't know who Jeff is, just Google him written a lot of uh, very popular Disney books. Uh, Vanessa Hunt and Paul Woleski uh, looks back at the creation of the Disney monorail and its impact on transportation systems across the globe. Uh, in the Disney monorail, Imagineering a Highway in the Sky, readers will discover the parallel stories of the development of a new form of transportation and the evolution of Walt's prolific creative mind, which resulted in the first daily operating monorail in the Western Hemisphere. Uh, from that day in June 1959, uh, the mid-century modern Marvel has captured the hearts and imaginations not only of theme parks and Disney fans everywhere, but is also inspired, as Walt had hoped, the creation of working monorails and practical transit applications in a varied locations all over the world. I'm looking uh, forward to it. I'm a fan of the monorails. I really am. Right. So. Uh, yeah, yeah. I think that's going to be an amazing book, and I, I, you know, that that would definitely be one you should get. I'll probably get it for you as a gift because you know. Oh, thank you. Uh, I do have some bad news about the monorails, though. Yeah. Bombardier is in talks to sell off the rail division, which could further delay the potential new monorails for Walt Disney World. Uh, what? That's crazy. Uh, and an unfortunate piece of news, it looks as if Bombardier, the makers of the Mark VI monorails at Walt Disney World, is in talks to sell their rail division to Alstrom. Bombardier Transportation, the rail division of the company, makes subway cars, trains, and yes, monorails. Now, the news comes on the heels of the announcement that Bombardier would be most likely getting out of the aviation business Ooh. with the sales of their stake in the A220 program, Bombardier currently has billions of dollars in debt and has been trying to restructure its core business. Mm-mm-mm. What the sale of Bombardier transportation to Alstrom means for Disney fans is that there could also be a delay in the rumored new monorail fleet for Walt Disney World. Dad gummit. Uh, while Alstrom is experienced in building trains and other rolling stock, it's unfamiliar if the fir- unknown if the firm would see monorails as a core focus. In addition, mergers and acquisitions often have a lag period of a year or more that could disrupt current projects like a new Walt Disney World monorail fleet. Uh, The sale of Bombardier Transportation isn't official as of yet, but considering Bombardier has already announced other uh, divestitures in recent months, a sale seems imminent. Uh, Let me tell you something, kids. Mm. If you only have one, uh, one is a bad number. So if Disney has only got Bombardier up their sleeve, they need to be hustling because those monorails are going to literally fall out of the sky if we're not careful. Those yeah. things are being held together by duct tape and the grace of God. Yeah, yeah. If if they give up, uh, either one of two things I would imagine would happen. One is Disney will step in and try and convince them to make monorails, or two, they'll just hire people from this division. And go build them themselves. That's what I think will happen. You think? Yeah. Bring it all in-house? Bring it all in-house. Why not? 
I mean, they pretty much rebuilt these monorails from the floor up anyway. Yeah. It's not like they don't know how to do it. Yeah. Yeah. There's plenty of duct tape on them. They know where uh, Bob Gurr's the... still sucking air. He can make them. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Now, now <laughs> Bob, back in my day, we only had six minutes to build the entire monorail fleet for Disneyland. We can do it in a, easily in 45 minutes. I need some duct tape and some glue. <laughs> Just pull and it, a, pull it my, into the roundhouse, put it up on the lift, let me get at it. And I want the Gertinis to keep coming until someone passes out. Probably me. <laughs> or someone falls off the beam, whichever happens first. <laughs> uh, hey, we want to give you a reminder. Uh, don't forget to go to uh, DisneyByTheNumbers.com forward slash shop and sign up for our uh, shirts. Each month, I'm wearing one right now. John's wearing one. Uh, each month we produce a shirt. It's available for 10 days and then it goes into our vault. Not the Disney vault, but our vault. Uh, and they are way underpriced at the Disney price. So we went to the Aladdin Broadway show thing, John. They were selling t-shirts there for $45. $45 for a t-shirt. Now... I didn't even look at the shirts this weekend when I was in the Disney store because it they're they're crazy. But our shirts are way less. They are thirteen and sixteen dollars uh, plus shipping, and uh, they look better, much much better. So go check that out. And, and they're just better shirts. Yeah. Yep. Absolutely. All right, you ready? Hey kids, how about a little headline news? I bet uh, Edward didn't do a good a job on that as I do. No, no. Yeah. I got to keep my job, buddy. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right. First up, uh, Toy Story Four is uh, the best animated feature at the ninety second Oscars. Yay on that! Uh, I watched it again, and uh, it still really wasn't as good as number three or number one, in my opinion. But I'm glad it won an Oscar anyway. Uh, cast members, I think today was the day. If you missed it, you're out. Uh, you can sign up for your Mickey and Minnie Runaway Railway at uh, Disney World, cast members. And the sad thing was you are not allowed to bring guests. I was hoping I would be able to piggyback on some cast members' tails to go take a peeky-poo, but that ain't going to happen. Uh, Zootopia 2 and 3 are reportedly in the works by Disney. Uh, James Cameron needs to keep his mouth shut because everybody's trying to do this multiple movies at one time thing. I just don't think that's a good idea. I don't think so either. If 2 stinks, will yeah. anybody go see 3? <laughs> well, I mean, I've heard that, that Frozen 2 wasn't as good as the first one, but it's... It's a juggernaut, so I'm pretty sure that Zootopia 2 will probably follow this because it's the same people, right? Yeah, yeah, I think so. That'd be fun. Yeah. Uh, hey, there's a, a rehab going on over at Small World. The entire entrance is closed. So I think you have the, if you're looking at the Small World building, you have to go to the far left uh, by the tangled bathrooms and then enter. They built a special entrance into the Small World attraction, so... That ought to make for a very interesting when spring break rolls around. Yay. That area is going to be great. <laughs> it's it. You're going to find out how small of a world it really is. Oh, yeah. Uh, and if you've not been paying attention, uh, the entire front of Epcot is closed. So once you uh, get in through the turnstiles, Everything from the front of Spaceship Earth to World Showcase is closed. So you have to decide, do I want to go towards Test Track or do I want to go towards Imagination and Seas because those are your two paths. So they built these special pathways that now take you into that area and then they will go all the way to World Showcase. So if you want to go from Test Track to Nemo, 
you have to go all the way down out to World Showcase and then take that special pathway all the way back. So be prepared. You will need a map. Uh, I was showing this on last week's show, John. Uh, it's hard to see when the green screen yeah, especially, takes out the green. Especially when you're on an audio podcast <laughs> yeah, you're showing yeah. Mattel. Well, I'm showing our uh, viewers here. Yeah, we have many more that are listening, so it's a little weird to me right now. <laughs> anyway, they used a very uh, large green pencil to erase half of the park, and now they've erased the other half of the park. Uh, so uh, the other thing, too, is a lot of the bathrooms in the front of the park are closed. So it's going to be very interesting where you find a place to go pee-pees. Uh, and now the electric umbrella is also closed. So... The only place to eat right now, I think, is the land in the front half of the park. Crazy. <laughs> Just crazy. And if you thought it was busy, now it'll be really busy. Yeah. Wow. So it'll be interesting. Uh, there's a new Slinky Dog Dash rope drop procedure that started this weekend at the studios. Because of the rise, so what everybody's doing is they're going in the park, getting their rise boarding group, and then all heading to Slinky Dog. So they have a whole new procedure now to get people from the front to Slinky Dog without it being a stampede. So, Crazy. Uh, yeah, Crazy. I think you have to line up to the right of the turnstiles, and they have a whole special area that you now have to line up and go that way towards uh, Slinky Dog. Uh, there are now new FastPass Plus kiosks over near Test Track uh, because the ones that were near the little pin station obviously you cannot get to so they put them over on that side so if you're looking for those while you're in the park they're all the way over there and uh agent p the interactive game at epcot also closed because there's nothing to interact with because they've taken down all the buildings it's crazy yep yep and that's it john all right, everybody. Well, we appreciate you guys taking time out to watch live. If you're not doing anything on Monday nights at 8 p.m., come join us at facebook.com forward slash Disney Parks Podcast. You can watch us record the show live. Uh, you can also find us on the YouTubes and the Instagrams and the Twitters. Uh, you can find us usually at Disney Parks Podcast, but we want to encourage you to come to DisneyParksPodcast.com. Uh, you can see all of our show archives and links to our amazing spots, just like our good friends. Over at uh, uh, Character Signatures. Yes. And uh, our good friends over at Destinations to Travel. Uh, and if you like the show and you want to help support what we do here, go to patreon.com slash Disney Parks Podcast. And as we like to say here, if we don't see you online, we will see you in the parks. The Disney Parks Podcast is not affiliated with the Walt Disney Company. All Disney Parks, attractions, lands, shows, event names, etc. are registered trademarks of the Walt Disney Company. All right, everybody. All right. Have fun. All right. Uh, drop those shows in Dropbox, buddy. Okay.